0: It's a fact of life that siblings squabble Look at Liam and Cain and Dable Well, we ain't got a bandana, don't wanna kill you But we'll we're sit and chat and argue about cinema reviews Who is right? Is it me or him? Well, you
1: were always brother's favourite Are you
0: still singing that hymn? Prepare for a battering It's time for the Squabblings Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Squabblings, Squabblings. Where me, Charlotte
1: and me, Tom.
0: Discuss the very best and worst of film and TV. Yes, indeed. Through our unique and colourful lens of our uh, family values.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, first up on the cards, we're we're starting off big with this one, Tom.
1: Yes, only Star Wars.
0: Only, only one of the most successful and most well-known franchises of this. We can only go up from here, Sonny Jim. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we had a couple of title options for this one. I was thinking either... The Day the Force Died. Although I might save that for the next one. Or maybe (laughs) I was thinking A New New Hope.
0: The Force died.
1: (laughs) You can already tell which way this is going to go.
0: Bye-bye, Han Solo just died. (laughs) I like that. I like that. I was going to go with... I was going to go with watching the Titanic leave from Liverpool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you mean what the, the Star Wars film was like? Yeah, they, they started out so hopeful yes. and you're like, gosh, I really hope that ship has a good run. Well, boy, I, I can't wait I, till it gets I to New York. Like Everyone's going to have such a good time. <laughs> I
0: feel like I'm watching something monumental happen, yeah. but with a, a dangerous sense of foreboding that sits in the pit of my stomach. Yeah, you just
1: <laughs> you just know, boy, that's a really nice ship. It's all going so well. It all can't go well forever. So I think what's wh- what we're going to do with this podcast, we're both going to present our different point of views and at the end, what you can do is give it a like or a love heart. Let's say, give it a like if you agree with Charlotte's point of view. And you can give it a love heart if you agree with my point of view. And we're going to squabble like siblings do. And then at the end, you can agree with one of us.
0: Squabblings.
1: Squabblings.
0: <laughs> right. So let's start with an introduction. Yes. Yes. Star Wars: Force Awakened, released in 2015. God, that long ago!
1: So, yes, it so does uh, feel like a long time, doesn't it? Star
0: Wars Episode. Seven. I, I've fucked up. I can't. I can't do Roman numerals. Look just at me. Do it
1: again. Do it again. <laughs> I'll hist- just cut it out. I'm a
0: history teacher, and I can't. I can't understand Roman numerals.
1: <laughs> Star Wars taught me Roman numerals. <laughs> <It is. laughs> yes, that and Rocky. <laughs> you know when you you. Uh, there's a great Simpsons sketch where it's like he's trying to get through a door and it has Roman numerals on it it's got the V on it it's (laughs) like oh so Rocky 2 plus Rocky 3 Equals Rocky Five. <laughs> okay, okay, it's that one. It's I that one. That. Yeah.
0: Right. Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens, released in 2015, from uh, produced, co-written, and directed by J.J. Abrams. Yes,
1: the wonderful J.J. Abrams. We were so hopeful, weren't we? Mm. Uh,
0: it is the seventh episode of the nine-part Skywalker saga and was produced by Lucasfilm and Abrams Production Company, Bad Robot Productions. Uh, the film's ensemble cast include Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, John Byron. Oscar Isaac, Lupita Nyong'o, Andy Serkis, Dom McGleeson, Anthony Daniels, Peter Mayhew, and Max von <laughs> Sudden.
1: You know them, we all know them, it's a proper star-studded cast. <laughs> Why do we even bother to say that?
0: Yeah, I remember 2015, over five years ago, so I've just remembered this just before we started uh, recording, um, Star Wars The Force Awakens might be the last ever film I bought on DVD. Really? Yeah, because I was I was doing my teacher training at the time, and I was living with this uh, woman in Camarthen who I was quite frankly scared of, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I barely came out of my room. and it, And I remember thinking, I want this film on DVD, and I'd not actually bought a DVD for quite a long time since then. Right. But I wanted the Force Awakens on DVD.
1: Oh right, okay. Mm. So what did you do?
0: Well, I ordered it. I pre-ordered Tommy it. Did you just
1: pirate it? <laughs>
0: The sleaziest sleaze of the seven seas. Yes, that's me. (laughs) No, I I pre-ordered it from Amazon and I waited very patiently for it to turn up on my door and that's literally the last DVD I've ever bought.
1: Right, okay. Well, a weird (laughs) similar thing that I have. That was the first year I bought a new MacBook, which didn't have a a DVD slot. So that was the first time I started watching films without... Digitally. Yes, digitally, Mm. yes. Or I should say pirating, said films you know where it's shaky hand cam recordings and so on yeah Yeah. but it was great
0: so I think the reason why we uh, decided to start off this series with something like Star Wars is because it's you and me we are a Star Wars generation we have grown up with star wars and it's something that was quite integral to our childhood and
1: uh well the prequels yeah
0: uh, yes the prequels, the prequels yeah uh many many a, 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 a hot summer day i remember being <laughs> thwacked across the <laughs> the calves many by you and hot your lightsaber summer day i remember
1: doing the thwacking with said <laughs> lightsaber yes it was good i had i had obi-wan's whack stick i had qui-gon <laughs> jin's whack stick <laughs>
0: Yeah. See so do you remember when the Phantom Menace came out and what I think it was Walker's Crisps released a number of kind of little mini toys with their crisps and the, no. they had like a jar jar figure that had a long sticky tongue. i remember the like, sticky tongue. Do you yeah. remember the sticky tongue? And I
1: like stuck it to your hair and it got stuck.
0: Yes! <laughs> yeah, how you right I used to have a fringe, ladies and gentlemen, until this fucker put the <laughs> Jar Jar tongue in my fringe, and it had to be, it had to be cut off. I maintain
1: oh. that didn't happen.
0: <laughs>
1: nice. <laughs> <Super> <laughs> laugh. no, my lawyer has, has, <laughs> has uh, asked me not to comment, so... <laughs>
0: No, but uh, like uh, the generations before us who had the original films, uh, we are the generation, the prequel generation, and now having entered our adulthood, we now have the uh, the sequel films.
1: So that meant for us, when the new films said they were coming out, that meant a lot of hype, didn't it, for our generation? It did. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, Which is why I think we we see it with the nostalgia goggles and the generation above us. I think. Tends to be a bit more scathing towards these films because they don't have that nostalgic link. What do you think? I-
1: there's definitely a middle years period. Obviously, there's the original fan base from mm-hmm. the first three mm. or four, five, and six. I just call them the first three sometimes. But the then fa- the
0: fat old kids. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the guy, guys will probably be in their forties or fifties now. Yeah. And then there's us.
0: Mm-hmm. And then there's the weird middle. That hasn't, and now, and the children now, the children who are in many ways the future. Mm. We must teach them well, yes. and let them lead the way.
1: Actu- the <laughs> children who will, because of the nostalgia goggles, actually believe Babu Frick was a worthwhile character. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Our Lord and Saviour Babu
1: Frick. Yes, <laughs> and will never bat an eyelid about about was blue milk hey, hey. meant to be in the film with the giant cow teat. <laughs>
0: Well, anyway, I think that's a lovely segue on to compare notes. Compare. So, at this point in the show, me and Tom will now compare some notes uh, that we wrote down after watching the film together. Yes, indeed. mm, So, Tom, do you want to start us off? Uh, What's what's your overall kind of your tagline, your buzzword for this film? If you were going to do a a pithy New York Times entry for The Force Awakens, what would you say? Um, Startling, you're hired. Yes.
1: (laughs) So, I, I, I... a lot of the fans did complain it was very similar to A New Hope. So we're going to go with that. Something like A New New Hope, maybe. But, in fact, I kind of like it. And controversial view, I think this is the best of the newer Star Wars films.
0: Absolutely, yeah. But it's,
1: it's, it does have its faults, mm-hmm. Yes. But it is the best of the newer Star Wars films. Yeah,
0: yes. I think both of us, uh, you and me, we stopped at different times of the films and, and we said it's really, really difficult to watch this film now without the shadow of the other two that came after it looming over. Yes. It's, it's, it's really yeah. difficult to watch the film as a standalone because all the time I was thinking... Uh, that character went nowhere. That thing went nowhere. Mm. That plot device went nowhere. If we
1: could just go back in time and watch it, say that the other films had never come out, you'd think, boy, this is a great film. Yes, I wonder yeah, where this is yeah, going. Yeah, well, and this
0: is what I mean when I when I think at that t- at, in in 2015, I thought I was watching something really good that was yes, going to lead yeah. to something very good. Mm. And I, I like at, at various different points, I've said, for example, Poe as a character is criminally underdeveloped as a character. Yes, but yep. in this film, he shines through. And Oscar... Is it Oscar Isaacs?
1: Oscar Isaac, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, very, 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 very good actor. Really yes. brought that character to life. This but is
1: the best Poe film. This is what I actually wanted to see more of Poe doing, which, which was just basically being... A cocky a,
0: bastard. Yeah, a cocky bastard yeah. who can
1: handle himself. <laughs> I mean, he, he does get captured, granted, mm-hmm. but he still has that air of he can handle himself. And he has a depth of character, like.
0: And doesn't it speak to him as an actor that he's not in the film for a good third, two thirds of it?
1: Yeah, he has a little bit at the start and then a little bit at the end, basically, yeah. because he's believed to be dead for the whole middle, isn't he? Mm,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, another criminally underdeveloped character, uh, Phasma. I was, t- I was like, legitimately thinking she could be a very good kind of sub villain character. Oh. But wasted in the films to come. And you know, it, it's kind of things like that where I, I did have to stop and think as I was making my notes. I can't think too far See, ahead now. Th-
1: this <laughs> is where I think we will probably start to squabble. I never, I never really did get on board with the Chrome Dome. The Chrome yeah. Dome <laughs> She's affectionately known. The bisexual it's... legend. Yeah. <laughs> Phasma. Phasma chrome dome. Yeah, Phasma that, chrome... that that's her Amsterdam porn name, you know. You go and see one of those Amsterdam porn shows. Welcome to Chrome Dome.
0: Well ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Phasma <laughs> chrome. Dome. Yeah. It does sound like <laughs> the
1: name of a dildo, Chrome Dome. You know, like Steely Dan, for those of you that don't know. Steely Dan. Steely Dan, the band name was is named after a dildo they found in a in a New York sex no store. Way. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah. yeah,
0: the Phasma chrome Dome does sound like something that Anne Summers have got on like yeah, the third it shelf. It does, down, doesn't it? But, yeah. So,
1: but what what I don't like, let's let's open with Phasma then. Okay. Who does I think appear a little bit in the first scene? We'll go sort through it sort of chronologically. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Shit, Phasma kind of for me smacked of that Victorian schoolmistress who, if you put a foot out of place, will whack you within within an inch of your life. To yeah, the ruler. Yes
1: if that was in the setting of a Victorian school, but it's, they are trying to lead a fanatical army. And in fact, my main issue with Phasma is that basically, I don't think I really ever liked the suit. I know everyone went crazy. Uh, Yeah, basically, I don't like the the chrome, I don't like Chrome Dome's Chrome Dome. (laughs) I don't, I don't like Chrome Dome's Chrome Dome. Chrome Dome's Chrome Dome. I liked the suit. I think it would have been more menacing to be able to see her face. She's got an imposing face. You know, she's got a face that says Uh, authority.
0: uh, Gwendolyn Christie. She's a very, yeah, she's a very strikingly looking actress, and she she would have served, yeah, very well. Um, yeah, I, I, it was a pity that we never got to see her. Yeah. And I, I, and this is what I was thinking in future films. Surely we must see her eventually, Mm. because why would you cast someone? as strikingly looking and imposingly tall as Gwendolyn Christie and then never see her.
1: And in fact, (laughs) she is a very good actor. And I feel Mm. she was, across the whole story arc, I feel like her character was wasted. Mm. But I feel like if there was ever a moment to give to her, it probably would have been in the first film, Mm. The Force Awakens, maybe some kind of minor boss fight or just a couple of lines or a little scene, something so that we know she's a badass, mm. it would set it up for the yeah. next film. So, something so that we know she's a force to be reckoned with, but she does just get chumped. <laughs> by, so this is going to be a, my recurring buzzword. This is your chumped. And, and this, this, this is a buzzword, I think, that relates to Star Wars specifically. Star Wars is villains, when, especially. Yes, Star Wars villains specifically is when a character... The hype is built up around them, and they go out and like just chumps. Go like
0: like down like a domino. They go yeah. yeah they,
1: they go down without any fight at all. Case case in point, and this is where it originated. Oh, oh,
0: Boba Fett is Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett. He, yes.
1: Ev- the fans love Boba Fett, and, and I don't know nothing. why. He I know. he goes. He all he does is stand there with a gun. In in like a couple scenes, back up whoever's the boss man in that scene, yep. yep. And then he tries to fight Han Solo and goes out like a and chump. Chumps
0: the, and um, yeah, chumped by the Zarlacc. He gets chumped <laughs> yeah. by the
1: Sarlacc, kit, yep. Doesn't he? Yeah. And that ba- basically, Chrome Dome gets the same treatment <laughs> from from the Three Stooges. Do you they think, do you they think chuck they her wanted, in the trash.
0: Do you think they wanted to make Phasma the new Boba Fett?
1: Um. I think it's I think it's a different angle. What mm. what what the the previous original Star Wars actually lacked was kind of what I would call middle management villains. Yes. So you have kind of the big cheese.
0: You've got Tarkin in the first one, but then he gets yeah yeah, but he dies, doesn't he? Star.
1: Well, actually, yeah. Tarkin was a good middle middle management villain. Yeah. But then there w- there was a, there weren't any others for the other two films, were there? It was basically yeah. the Emperor. And Darth Vader. And and they were both kind of on the same level. I'm
0: going to say something about uh, Force Awakens, bringing it back to this. I thought that the villains were done very well. Yes. But the heroes, there was always something a bit lacking. Yes. Yeah. Rey, um, I think, could be played by any pretty thing. I don't think Daisy Ridley brought much... Unique to that performance.
1: Yeah, I think she was a little bit wooden. Yeah, but she um, did okay.
0: Um did. uh John Boyega as well. I thought he was good. He had his moments, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. quite forgettable.
1: Yes. And uh, yeah. he's no Han Solo. If we're comparing the three members uh, to the other to the old to cast, the old trio, yes, mm. he's no Han Solo. Mm. Or is he meant to be the Luke? No, but obviously, no, obviously she's not. meant to be. The she's Luke. meant to be Luke. So yeah. who is he meant to be? I don't know. It's a, it's a weird. It's a weird <laughs> dynamic, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I ma- think maybe it, they were just going for something totally fit- different. But yeah. whatever Hipping. they were going for, it doesn't really fit, does it?
0: Uh, but I'm going to. So other things that I did like about this film, I liked. Uh, see, I was trying to find desperately things that I liked. Like the music. I thought this is the last. I think you told me that this was the last film that John Williams worked on full time.
1: As far as I'm aware. Yeah. Yes, because because John Williams. Is in his eighties now. I think he's about like eighty-six wow. or something ridiculous. This was the last film I think he worked on full time doing the score. As far as I'm aware, he has a musical arrangement company. And now on films, what he will do, he has a team of guys who do most of it for him. He will come in and write out some themes and some motifs on a whiteboard. I was told this by Mike Power. <laughs> friend of the show, yes. Mike Power. Friend of the show, Mike Power. <laughs> Uh, we'll maybe get him on one day and that and he will write out some themes on the board mr john williams and and the guys will fill in the rest so they'll fill in the just, orchestration so he will just write the themes yeah. and
0: then they'll kind of like do the in between they'll be like
1: this. oh okay we need to make it fit the film now what's going yeah. on in the screen? you see
0: i like ray's theme and that was but a, yes, a gorgeous thing, little leitmotif that yep. was very indicative of the old star wars films because everybody in in the old S- films have their own light motifs, and I like mm, Ray's like yes. that.
1: Lovely, and
0: spoke to her like naivety and her youth, and mm, lovely. Yes. It um, was
1: whimsical. It was beautiful. It was whimsical. <laughs> <laughs> it was gorgeous, darling. <laughs> oh, it was fr- fabulous, darling. <laughs> fabulous, darling, <laughs> oh, oh, John, oh, darling, I love that. I love that race thing you did. Beautiful, <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, But so this is going to be, I think, our biggest point of contention. Um, I love 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 adam driver and i love kylo ren and i Uh, think so this
1: is a good place to start with ren first scene mr kylo ren
0: Mm. brilliant i love i love him he's my baby i would do anything for him he is by far the most compelling character in the whole film and by far the best actor in the in the Prequel, I would say so. Yes,
1: he's out out of the other two. He's probably got the most chops, hasn't he? As chops. an actor, <laughs> yeah, he's he's got his shit together. He's ex- and he's experienced, I think, over yeah. the other two. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, but I, like, kind of as I as I went along thinking, I, I I did start thinking to myself, I like this film, but would I like it so much if Kylo Ren was not played by Adam Driver, mm, or if indeed. Kylo Ren wasn't played for the Yummy Mummies? Okay? <laughs>
1: The Yummy Mummies. The Yummy
0: Mummies. Do you remember when our mother had that absolute obsessive phase? Oh, yes, yeah, so I see what you mean. Hayden so Christensen. Hayden,
1: Chris- H- Hayden Christensen was, uh, yes.
0: In the last film? in The, in the, the, the victim
1: um, of the Yummy Mummies. The victim yes, of the Yummy from, Mummies. Fr- in the prequels, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. With, his, with his big Jedi mullet. We should probably
1: explain this. For those, for those who don't know, our mother had a massive, massive crush on oh, Hayden, Hayden Christensen. Christensen. Yes.
0: And, yes. like, to, to, to the point in which, like, I, we'd never seen her obsess over a male celebrity before, but no, when that no. last film came out, she had, like, h- printed pictures of him <laughs> on her wall. She would
1: <laughs> cut would, like, out his, his face in a club magazine. Follow on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> it was
1: amazing, was
0: And I was thinking, really? This, really?
1: I mean, I, as far as guys go, he's a movie star. He... he, he He's not a bad-looking guy, Hayden no, Christensen. No, but why
0: do you go for Hayden Christensen when you have uh, the absolute pinnacle... Adam, Adam
1: Driver isn't as sexy as Hayden no, Christensen. No, I was going to say,
0: why, why would you ever fixate on, on, on Anakin when you've got absolute daddy Obi-Wan Kenobi?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Ewan
0: McGregor. But oh. Ewan
1: McGregor doesn't do it for a lot. So, so, I don't know. Maybe it's the Scottish accent. I don't know. Sorry, all the Scots, but <laughs> that, sometimes that doesn't do it for people. <laughs> Maybe he, he doesn't
0: sh- have an accent in Star Wars. Oh, that's true. But are, are you telling me that his voice is less appealing than,
1: in my opinion, the Jedi oh, are evil. Oh, oh yeah, the, the voice is the worst thing did. about oh. Anakin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's all for another episode, first. Only
0: a Sith deals in absolutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> he said using an absolute. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yes, indeed, yeah.
0: But you know, going back to Kylo, I, his, he is by far the person who gives me the most joy to watch as I, as I go through that film and I Indeed. find myself looking forward to Kylo's in, in the first
1: film he was just he was badass wasn't he Yeah. even though he was flawed and he was a little bit like a juvenile child with his weaknesses oh. he was still it uh, still felt like he was a badass with a lot of raw power and potential, didn't it?
0: Yeah, like you know the opening scene?
1: Yes, yes. The
0: opening scene where, where he sh- stops he, uh, the blaster. The blaster yeah. He stops
1: the blaster. Bullet. And,
0: and I, I thought when I saw that for the first time, I thought, "Fuck,
1: that's a good power." That's to good. Have. That that's evolving.
0: That's evolving the, u- the, use of the, the force. universe. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: and the force as we know it. It was cool. We'd never seen a Jedi it's do anything like that. It's setting him up as
0: a very powerful enemy.
1: Yes, and yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
0: And th- 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 those little tantrum scenes that he has, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love. I love Brilliant. the two tantrum scenes Brilliant. where he's just yeah the whacking Troop- shit with his the lightsaber. When the stormtroopers just
0: back out and turn around <laughs> without <laughs> saying another word. Yeah. Oh, and the scenes he has with Hux.
1: Yes, we'll come back to this a little bit later. <laughs> but I do. But I do think that um, if they were going to do a homosexual moment in Star Wars. Why shoehorn it into the third film mm-hmm. for it to be a token mm-hmm. thing? It didn't yeah. it didn't have to be there. It was kind of pointless. And you know, if they were gonna do something with that, why Make not make in, it like yeah. two of the main characters yeah. and make it worthwhile. Exactly. Everybody wanted to see maybe the po, po, the Poe Finn. Want, they wanted to see Poe and Finn. We we were discussing this, we'd have liked to have seen a Hux Kylo thing. <laughs> I think we? there
0: is much more sexual <laughs> tension between so Hux much and se- Kylo sexual than there tension is between in this Hux film. and Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, you know, it, it's a it's a classic kind of rom com movie trope. You wanted them to just argue, scream in each other's faces, yeah. or, like almost trying to like outdo each other with their, yeah,
1: it and is, then uh, a pregnant pause. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then a kiss. And they kiss. And
1: they kiss. And it's all out in the open. Yeah. And they, they just they usher
0: themselves yeah. into a nearby cupboard.
1: And they just go fuck each other. They just go butt fuck and each other. And
0: then they fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now, that, then uh, followed by yes. that scene in the throne room yeah, where what? he turns around and sees Hux and then very nervously looks back towards. Yes. Uh, what we <laughs>
1: want the viewers to now do is to go back and watch Star Wars, just imagining that it's a Kylo Huck's.
0: Love slash story.
1: fiction, <laughs> yes. That it's a love fiction, Flash especially fix. that scene where Kylo is talking to the big cheese. Uh, what, what's his name? Snoke. Yeah, Snoke. And then Hux, and comes, then Hux in, comes in, and then and he very
0: it, nervously turns back towards. And they Snoke, just have a little look, looking at, out the floor, blushing. Yeah,
1: they just uh, him and Kylo just have a little look, don't they? And it's as if you just think it's as if they've both just been into the broom cupboard, had <laughs> a had a good, had a good little, little. Broom fuck, cupboard, not you? <laughs> yeah, and then and then they were both like, "Oh, Kylo, you better leave first, so nobody <laughs> nobody thinks something's going on in here." And then Hux comes out, all all hot and flustered. His his collar's a little bit out of place, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, Snoke, I was doing lipstick on. Yeah, his I, hair was, I was doing uh, general stuff. General <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, Empire stuff. I was doing lots of Empire stuff. You know, lots of Empire stuff in that cupboard over there.
0: <laughs> yeah, really important. <laughs> <Empire> <laughs> really, stuff. really
1: important Empire stuff." Oh, uh, yeah. So we want viewers to go back and do that. That would yeah, be amazing. Yeah, go back
0: and rewatch that and tell me that this wasn't written by a fangirl on, on, uh, on fanfiction.net. On,
1: on the note of Hux, I, I actually really enjoyed Hux in, this, in yeah, this film. People
0: tend to think of him as a comic character, and that's because, yes. again... That was because he was ruined y-
1: by The Last Jedi. Yes,
0: but he is legitimately uh, almost unhinged. In, in this first mm, one yes, it, to a point in which that, that, that's very compelling to watch yes. him speak
1: the other films made me think how could a man like that ever get to the rank of yes. general <laughs> where he's in control over other men to the level where he's like got fleets of star destroyers he's basically the third in command yeah. of the new order isn't he yeah. and yeah. It, it was just unbelievable but yeah. in the first film it does he it doesn't it's seem dirty. unbelievable he doesn't seem unbelievable they yes started. he did yeah he did. They did. They did god damn it god damn it Hux. so
0: in talking about the plot of the film yeah uh i've written down here that uh it's a bit of a failing in the writing when your backstory is more important than your main plot <sighs> now,
1: yes that's true there were a couple of moments where i thought actually that that sounds more interesting why why didn't we just make the film about that because there was a lot of contention among the fans that it wasn't a continuation of the Skywalker story, maybe not immediately after, but mm. maybe five to ten years after yeah. Luke had done his thing mm. and killed Papa and blown up the Death Star for a second time. Killed Papa. Killed Papa. Killed Papa, Papa? And, and, Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> and minced Palpy. Yeah. Papa? Papa. Papa?
0: Daddy? <laughs> Papa, can you hear me? Daddy? Yes, I would, I would have loved to have seen a film that was more focused on Luke's...
1: And why we thought this, it was because... Yeah. Han, there's a scene in the Millennium Falcon, isn't there, where Hannah's explaining? Oh, Luke went away to some island basically because he was training a new, a new generation, generation of, of Jedi. Jedi, and it all went wrong. Kylo fucked everything up, and I think, hmm, that sounds really interesting. Is- <laughs> Why isn't the film about that?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I think pretty much everybody had that collective thought, didn't they? Mm. But yeah, it was. I thought it was very like. The, the, the Star Wars films have never been big into flashbacks either N- so no, you not really, know have that they? they're never going to show that as well so it's it's a lot of wasted potential
1: absolutely
0: and mm. I thought that would be such a com- that would be such a compelling film to watch, like watching Luke drag this old um this this old empire of the Jedi out of the ashes into something new mm and found something, like, worthwhile and then have it again destroyed by his own nephew. Yeah. What a compelling... That's Shakespearean, that.
1: But instead we have to settle for something which is a little bit second rate in the sense that there is... We have
0: to settle for tech New Hope.
1: Yes. It is essentially familiar in a sense that it is like a New Hope, but not familiar in the way
0: we'd it like to it to be. Yeah.
1: Like, for example, we start out on Jakku, don't we? Mm-hmm. Which is essentially just budget B- Tatooine. B
0: Tech Tatooine. Yeah. B
1: Tech Tatooine. Yeah. And for the sake of it, I think it wouldn't have hurt the plot if maybe they'd have just done it where she lives on Tatooine. On Tat- yeah. It stays inside the Star Wars universe we know, yep. but doesn't affect anything. Mm-hmm. And it's. I feel like it would have been a better choice.
0: See, I did see that kind of peppered throughout the film that there were moments when you very consciously recognize that they're trying to emulate a new hope but it was falling short. Yes. Yeah. Like the cantina scene for instance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> B-Tech cantina. B-Tech
0: cantina scene with yeah. your with your B-Tech band. No, no, no. Yeah, like <laughs> fuck
1: no, yeah. we want Cantina Jazz Band. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, every single time, every single time. And uh, the the moments where they tr- try to draw the parallels to the old films is ultimately what made it weaker because it highlighted that it wasn't a new hope. Yes. And yeah. And that I think that's ultimately the downfall of the film is that in in trying to draw direct parallels to a new hope, that is what weakens it. Cuz it's not because it's not unique enough and then when it does try to mirror what has come before, it falls short
1: See, I would have to maybe disagree with that I think when everyone says oh, it, it, it's too much like a new hope that that, that is detracting from the film I, I generally don't think that I think to, to to reopen the Star Wars franchise they needed a level of familiarity to it which would harken back to the old legends. And I think that was actually a good move. It's still enough of its own story c- with can, new characters.
0: I can see what they were trying to do with that, but I think by drawing the comparison, they just they just showed up how weak it was. Um, like, okay, I'm going to be controversial here and say that the weakest parts of the film were the old actors. Yes, yeah. I,
1: actually, I, I would go with that. And as much as I will probably put a hit out on myself from the internet squad, I I would <laughs> say that Carrie Fisher gave the weakest performance. Mm. I mean, Luke didn't even give a performance in this film, did he? He just uh, <laughs> he just turned around and gave a look, and it's like, oh wow, he Mark Hamill, <laughs> we love you. Yeah. And
0: do you know? And you? And you? picked this up when we watched the credits as well he's like fourth build <laughs> in the
1: credits yeah, what
0: and I, he's in it for five yeah, seconds what I, what, I,
1: what I thought was a bit weird about the credits if you go back and watch it ha- Harrison Ford Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher they're billed
0: they're the top three builds
1: be- before the new guys yeah. who were the most you know who were the main part of the film who
0: deserved to be at the top yeah they, the they
1: deserved to be on the top billing it was their mm. story the other guys were side chumps weren't they
0: yeah I think ultimately I, I enjoyed that it was very much a kind of a rewriting of A New Hope because it brought into in the whole kind of you know that the theory of the the circle of storytelling that george lucas likes to pull up that mm. everything's a, a, a circle, a circle and yes there's correlations between the circle. the
1: hero of a thousand faces yes it's a circle and, yes. like,
0: history repeats itself yes. and cycles mirror other cycles and i thought that was good and i enjoyed that but ultimately it just didn't break free enough to make it memorable to be honest
1: exactly and, and while we're on the subject i should justify my statement about Carrie Fisher. Let's just discuss <laughs> that a little bit.
0: Let's just go back to make sure I'm not lynched. Yeah, let's
1: just, Well, like, you Fisher. You might agree stands. with what I have have to say. You might not. I don't care. Send me the hate mail. I don't know. I'll get a secretary or something. To, secretary. She'll, she'll send you back my poops in a letter. I don't know. I'd, so, what what I didn't like about Carrie Fisher's performance um, is that in the first three films, it didn't. If you watch Carrie Fisher outside of outside of Star Wars, she obviously has a separate personality. Mm-hmm. Yes, some of it is reflected in the character of Princess Leia. Yeah. But it's obvious that that Princess Leia is a character for the Star Wars franchise that she, she does very well in the first three films. With the modern one, I just felt... It was just Carrie Fisher on screen, and she was phoning it in because it was a paycheck. I,
0: yeah, I felt kind of like I was watching a woman who'd spent her whole life trying to get away from Princess Leia and then yes. ultimately found herself back in this role. And she was
1: like, oh, fuck, here we go Sucking again. More out. cinnamon yeah. bun hairstyles. So, she didn't have the cinnamon buns. So no, did she didn't she? actually, though, no, did she? Yeah. No. Mm. Sh- shame, really. But
0: I loved that the day before she died. Though as well, she just casually dropped that she was fucking Harrison Ford, and then that. Oh yeah,
1: it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just left to deal with that. Like, oh. oh great, yeah.
0: Oh <laughs> fuck it, Carrie. <laughs> oh
1: man. <laughs> yeah, but so going going back to my point, what do you think about that shot? she was base- it, I just felt she was phoning it in a little bit. She didn't have the sass.
0: No, yeah, sass that's ultimately I think what I was missing from her performance. The the fire of Leia. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and people will argue that maybe the character has mellowed since then, that she's now a mother, that she's grown up and she's now in a position of command within the Rebel Alliance, but
1: Or yeah. I would just argue that it's years of like drug famous <laughs> famous carrie fisher drug yeah. abuse and she's a little bit like you know like ad- adult, adult. <laughs> oh,
0: no. well
1: you know what i mean just like she's just like oh shit's so hard but now when you're not I still, doing coke. i still
0: got princess leia from her but i got a much more gentle layer um b- and I, I i i did like her performance i yes. Don't, so I yes don't on think the
1: one hand the it world. is it is nicer to see a more I guess she seems more in control She's like a more mellow. Layer. Yeah, layer Rather than having to prove herself at every turn mm-hmm. Which is what I guess the early character It felt a little bit like she was having to just prove herself a little bit But yes, a little bit like a mother Obviously because she is a mother <laughs>
0: <laughs> A long, a long time ago In a galaxy far, far away George Lucas writes and he knew he'd created gold And pulled upon the stories of old To craft the characters we know and love But Mickey Mouse, he came a-callin' And bought the franchise, no more stolen Three more movies making The fans, we all were shaking The prequels, we had laughed and cried When Gungan squealed and sand was coarse and rough and dry Still something withered deep inside The day the Force died My, my, poor Han Solo just died. Kylo stabbed him, fans were gagged and dubbed it New Hope rewrite. And poor old Luke sat on his island inside. Is this really what's become of Jedi? Really what's become of Jedi? The return of the OG3 and it's hard to watch Harrison and Carrie But what about the new kids, though? Can they carry the saga forth Or become the redded hobby horse Or they'll slush it down the Sarlacc pits real slow It's getting old, Finn playing thick and Ridley stiff as a wooden stick And what about the villains? Kylo and Hux could be straight up though. Still this movie almost hit a home run But was pissed away by Ryan Johnson Still I watched in grim fascination the day the force died And we were singing my mind Poor Han Solo just died Kylo stabbed and fans were gagged And dubbed it New Hope Rewrite. And poor old Luke sat on his island inside Is this really what's become of Jedi? Really what's become of Jedi?
1: Jedi scum
0: Well the music and effects are great But the mouse cares about BB-8 And all the other toys he'll sell yeah
1: go out and buy
0: the new cross lightsaber and your pencil case of a wookie fur if you make money then the script can drop some brain cells and still we hoped for something more than a rehash of what's gone before there's lots more much to peddle but where is a chewy's medal So while the kids cued for their solo doll We both smiled at the title sequence crawl But all empires have a rise and fall Cause now the force has died We were singing my, my poor hand Solo just died Kylo stabbed and fans were gagged and dubbed at New Hope rewrite." And poor old Luke sat on his island and sighed. Is this really what's become of Jedi? Really, what's become of Jedi? I think of that princess in white silk, and I knock back another straight blue milk. What would she have said today? I think I'd give up my left. Hand, to hear the music of the cantina band For the first time as a youngling Once again But in the end who fucking cares Tales like this are few and rare It links up generations Late film history foundation. I can't remember if I cried when Han Padme or Anakin died Yet something touched me deep inside The day Star Wars revived died. Kylo stabbed him, fans were gagged and dubbed it New Hope Rewrite. And poor old Luke sat on his island inside. Is this really what's become of Jedi? Really what's become of Jedi? My, my poor Han solo just died. Carlos stabbed him, fans were gagged and dubbed. Didn't you hope we ride? And poor old Luke sat on his island inside. Is this really what's become of Jedi? Startling observation there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and from then, should we, should we go on to our last section?
1: Okay. It's time for the Quaskers Who's the best and who's the worst The Academy don't know shit We shall
0: Our last section is the Quaskers, the Quick Oscars.
1: The Quick Oscars. The Quaskers. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent.
0: So, uh, what award, Tom, are you going to give to Best in Film?
1: Okay, so Best in Film. It, it's close for me, actually. I think it has to go to Kylo by a hair's breadth. Mm-hmm. But, but actually, do we have a supporting cast bit? We do. We do, okay. So, I'm going to save Hux for that. But I think... the best performance is probably Kylo. Yeah, he's a little bit of a Vader wannabe, but he's doing his own thing with it. He's he's throwing the tantrums. Vader didn't really throw tantrums, he just ruled with an iron fist. I would also
0: give best in film to Adam Driver as Kylo as well, Uh, simply because as, as I've said before, he's compelling to watch. I found myself looking forward to his scenes. He wasn't a direct echo of another character. He brought something new to the film and I I did say to you at one point I thought he was a little bit phoned in and I thought maybe that was a little bit of bad direction from Abrams because Adam Driver is phenomenal in um, other things that I've seen him in yes. and I don't think he quite got into his full stride in this film because I think maybe he was waiting for the other films to happen where he could ramp it up a lot more Mm. Uh, but nevertheless yeah best in film Adam Driver
1: Adam Driver Adam Driver
0: Driver. Uh, okay next category worst in
1: film worst in film As much as I think Daisy Ridley was a little bit wooden, she probably, by conventional means, would take worst in film. But I think, actually, it probably has to go to John Boyega. It's not like he was really bad or anything, but he was a little bit like our pointless exposition guy who just said, like... (laughs) Said things for the stupid people who's like, oh, I'm explaining the plot. Now. I, Thank I've you. Or was just maybe the f- the fool guy yeah. when he didn't need to be He's the full guy.
0: He's forgettable. Is yeah. He
1: w- he was an everyman hero who I think some a lot of other people could have done his job. I'm
0: I'm going to be controversial. But he wasn't yet. that bad. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think so. people will like my worst in, in film
1: choice. Oh, go on, yeah. Harrison Ford. Yes, he, he, he was also phoning it in, wasn't he? Yeah. I thought, Famously, what? Harrison has, has said since The Empire Strikes Back that he wanted to kill off Han Solo, didn't he?
0: Yes, in the, in the, in the last of the original yeah. trilogy. So now, yeah. if you think that Carrie Fisher doesn't care... Now, uh, when Harrison Ford, I see somebody who really doesn't care. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that is... And, and it's become apparent since then that he, he wanted to go and do the new Blade Runner series, that he yeah. left Star Wars to go and do Blade Runner 2000. Mm. Or
1: 3000, 2000, 2000 two, 2000? Two, two,
0: 240, something like yeah. that. And that, yeah, that, this whole film to me smacks of I am doing this film out of contract and then fuck you all. <laughs> and I, I just didn't get Han Solo from his performance uh, and uh, it just seemed a bit lazy a bit kind of I'm here for te
1: yeah. <laughs> I just got I'm here for te yeah
0: te <laughs> uh, and maybe you can bang out uh, uh, an older Han Solo doll from me and then, like, and then fuck you bye folks bye.
1: <laughs> and if I don't die in this film I won't do it because I've been saying it for years Yeah. Uh, before we move on to the next one let's just have a little discussion what did you think about the death scene I thought that was possibly one of the 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 better scenes in the film. Yes, but
0: made good because of Adam Driver and because of Kylo Ren. Yes. Yes.
1: And (laughs) aesthetically, I feel like it was it was very nice, beautiful. Just as a side note, what do we think of of the look of this film? The general look, the general aesthetics.
0: Now I think that the aesthetics, I, I... (sighs) now again. It's kind of echoed down. through... I think the the weakness of the aesthetics is when it tried to draw direct parallels to the originals, and mm. it just again fell short. Now I like the aesthetics of the prequels much more than this. this
1: oh series. oh oh! The fans oh. are gonna hate you. No,
0: right? I love it. I oh, love it. Oh man, you love the, you love
1: you love the the everything CGI. Yes. Have you seen the behind the scenes of say, Revenge of the Sith, and it's just two Ooh, guys doing everything on a blue screen? Yeah.
0: I, I it, they're pretty films to look
1: at. Well, I actually yeah. really liked the aesthetics of the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. and he- here's why. So, I thought the aesthetics were classic Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So, it looked great. J.J. J. Abrams made a point of doing everything on, I think it was eight millimeter film. Yeah. So he made a point of doing it analog. So it, bl- it, and, and I think it blended really nicely with the CGI. Mm-hmm. But also, I liked the parallels in the locations and the look to A New Hope. If you think about A New Hope, there's really only three locations in the film. There's Tatooine, it's Sandy, there's the Death Star, Star, and there's a little bit of Yavin for a little bit, but not much. And then it's back to the Death Star for the final fight, isn't it? Yeah. And then, so, there's only really three major locations with The Force Awakens as well, isn't there? There's Jakku, and it's Sandy, and then we go to... B-Tech Cantina and that's grassy a little bit like Yavinfort and then it's the final base so kind of like the Death Star and then and all
0: the in-betweeny scenes on the Falcon which again yes
1: like like the in-betweeny scenes in A New Hope and I I really liked that and I thought I just think it looked great
0: oh do you know what I've just remembered what Tell that to Kanja Club.
1: Tell that to Kanja Tell Club. Tell that to Kanja Club. Yeah, shout out to that guy. With shout
0: out to Kanja Club in a galaxy Club. far,
1: far away shout, with his super thick shout Glaswegian out accent. To
0: Kanja Club. Like, <laughs> I, was trying to, I, like, I was trying to think of like somebody who just stole the show with their tiny little part. <laughs> it's Kanja Club
1: guy. <laughs> that is a. Great meme in the making. Tell that to a canja <laughs> Club. <laughs> Whenever my mum says, "Like, oh, pick out your laundry, oh Thomas, you haven't cut the grass." Tell that, that to a canja canja club. club. Oh man, oh, can you take me to the hospital? Oh my, <laughs> my uterus has fallen out. Oh, tell, tell that to Kanja Club. <laughs> I don't care. But I tell you what, I'm the only Scottish man in the galaxy.
0: He's the only person with a Scottish accent in the whole of the yeah, Star Wars I've, franchise. I've, I've never
1: really understood that.
0: Where the accents come from.
1: Yeah. To um, suspend our belief. Let's go
0: on to the next category. And i talk about this a little bit then. Uh, best supporting actor.
1: Best supporting actor uh, is oh. Hux, I think. Do you think? Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, I like um, P- uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Um,
1: so who who is that? Remind me.
0: That is the uh, Mars Katana.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. A
0: sageness and a calmness that I quite liked, mm. but they don't do much with her character. In it. you might be right, actually. With Hux, is Hux the best supporting? I think he might be, actually.
1: Yes, because in this one, he doesn't suffer from chump syndrome. Chump I, he, syndrome. He plays. <laughs> I feel like he plays a decent second to Kylo. He hasn't yet been chumped by Ryan Johnson, has he? That's
0: true. Yeah. That's true. He has not come down with chump-
1: Chumpington's disease. No. <laughs> So let's talk about Mars a little bit. And actually, I like, I like this the, the idea of Mars. Mm-hmm. And so with the original Star Wars, I believe George Lucas was heavily focusing on this idea in a, in a book I, I think was called The Hero with a Thousand Faces, where it's the cycle of a hero's journey, which yes. is a story told over and over again throughout time that the hero has a problem and then goes on the start of a journey to solve said problem, and usually somewhere along the way gets help from...
0: From a sage, yeah, or, or yeah, or a teacher, su- a some supernatural yeah. being
1: of some sort, yes. Mm-hmm. And I felt that actually she fulfilled that role, that role reasonably well. We got we got See, a good good lightsaber scene out of I it. I
0: thought she was going to be the new Yoda when I saw the film uh, back a couple of years uh, ago, cheap. and I thought I'm excited for this because it's kind of like the the, the feminine sage vibe that we've not really had before in in, yeah. in the Star Wars franchise. And I thought, yeah, she's of, of, yeah. she's hitting a similar note as far here.
1: as feminine Jedi go. We had. Bitch, librarian lady. If it doesn't, if it is not on our records, it, it doesn't does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, fuck you then, lady. You couldn't bitch. possibly <laughs> think that somewhere in our oh so expansive galaxy that there is an uncharted system somewhere. Well, fuck you, Ew, fuck you. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure I'm a master. I'm Master she, Kenobi. I outrank you. She's
0: not the only female Jedi.
1: Well, she's the only one with like lines, Speaking isn't she? Yeah.
0: God, you're right. Apart from, of course, in the later
1: film. G- any, any listeners out there, do tell us if, if there are any female Jedi with speaking roles. Not counting any of the stuff from
0: the in Wars. the extended
1: universe. Or, yeah, all the cartoons. Because there's Ayala, Ayala, Ayala Sakula, she
0: the, Yeah, there's, there, the there's orange, like Ayala... Orange
1: face Ayala Sakuda, There's, there's <laughs> yeah. loads, you know, there's Ahsoka Tana, mm. w- whatever. It doesn't count because it's not in the major films. Tell us if we're wrong. Are there any in the major films?
0: That's the Quaskers.
1: That was the Quaskers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so thank you very much for listening to the first episode of Squabblings. 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 <laughs> uh, do remember to uh, give us a like and a heart if you enjoyed the episode. And who do you agree with the most uh, yes. for the Quaskers?
1: So it's a like for Charlotte and a heart for me
0: please do also leave a review on iTunes if you enjoyed the show with a lovely five star rating and if you have any recommendations for what we should squabble over for a future episode do get in touch and let us know through our Facebook page or our Instagram and remember ladies and gentlemen if you don't like what you hear tell tell that that to Kanja Club